Section 8 of Prayers and Meditations by Samuel Johnson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. 1766, the 1st of January, after two in the morning. Almighty and most merciful Father, I again appear in thy presence the wretched misspender of another year, which thy mercy has allowed me. O Lord, let me not sink into total depravity. Look down upon me, and rescue me at last from the captivity of sin. Impart to me good resolutions, and give me strength and perseverance to perform them. Take not from me thy Holy Spirit, but grant that I may redeem the time lost, and that by temperance and diligence, by sincere repentance and faithful obedience, I may finally obtain everlasting happiness for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The 7th of March. Study. Almighty and most merciful Father, who has graciously supplied me with new conveniences for study, grant that I may use thy gifts to thy glory. Forgive me the time misspent. Relieve my perplexities. Strengthen my resolution. And enable me to do my duty with vigour and constancy. And when the fears and hopes, the pains and pleasures of this life shall have an end, receive me to everlasting happiness, for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Transcribed the 26th of June, 1768. The 18th of September, 1766, at Streatham. I have this day completed my fifty-seventh year. O Lord, for Jesus Christ's sake, have mercy upon me. Almighty and most merciful Father, who has granted me to prolong my life to another year, look down upon me with pity. Let not my manifold sins and negligences avert from me thy fatherly regard. Enlighten my mind that I may know my duty that I may perform it, strengthen my resolution. Let not another year be lost in vain deliberations. Let me remember that of the short life of man, a great part is already passed in sinfulness and sloth. Deliver me, gracious Lord, from the bondage of evil customs, and take not from me thy Holy Spirit, but enable me so to spend my remaining days that, by performing thy will, I may promote thy glory, and grant that after the troubles and disappointments of this mortal state, I may obtain everlasting happiness, for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Purposes To keep a journal, to begin this day, to spend four hours every day in study, and as much more as I can. To read a portion of the scriptures in Greek every Sunday. To rise at eight. The 3rd of October, 1766. 
of all this I have done nothing. I returned from Streatham the 1st of August 1766, having lived there more than three months. Seventeen sixty seven, the first of January. Almighty and most merciful Father, in whose hands are life and death, as thou hast suffered me to see the beginning of another year, grant, I beseech thee, that another year may not be lost in idleness or squandered in unprofitable employment. Let not sin prevail on the remaining part of life and take not from me thy Holy Spirit. But as every day brings me nearer to my end, let every day contribute to make my end holy and happy. Enable me, O Lord, to use all enjoyments with due temperance. Preserve me from unreasonable and immoderate sleep, and enable me to run with diligence the race that is set before me, that, after the troubles of this life, I may obtain everlasting happiness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The 2nd of August, 1767. I have been disturbed and unsettled for a long time and have been without resolution to apply to study or to business, being hindered by sudden snatches. I have for some days forborne wine and suppers, Abstinence is not easily practised in another's house, but I think it fit to try. I was extremely perturbed in the night, but have had this day more ease than I expected. Perhaps this may be such a sudden relief as I once had by a good night's rest in Fetelane. The shortness of the time which the common order of nature allows me to expect is very frequently upon my mind. God grant that it may profit me. The 17th of August, 1767. From that time, by abstinence, I have had more ease. I have read five books of Homer and hope to end the sixth tonight. I have given Mrs. a guinea. By abstinence from wine and suppers, I obtained a sudden and great relief, and had freedom of mind restored to me, which I have wanted for all this year, without being able to find any means of obtaining it. I am now about to receive, with my old friend Kitty Chambers, the sacrament, preparatory to her death. Grant, O oh God, that it may fit me. I purpose temperance for my resolution. O oh God, enable me to keep my purpose to thy glory. 5.32pm I have communicated with Kitty and kissed her. I was for some time distracted, but at last composed. I commended my friends and Kitty. Lucy and I were much affected. Kitty is, I think, going to heaven. The 17th of August, 1767. O God, grant that I may practice such temperance in meat, drink, and sleep, and all bodily enjoyments, 
as may fit me for the duties to which thou shalt call me. And by thy blessing procure me freedom of thought and quietness of mind, that I may so serve thee in this short and frail life, that I may be received by thee at my death to everlasting happiness. Take not, O Lord, thy Holy Spirit from me. Deliver me not up to vain fears, but have mercy on me. For the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Sunday, the 18th of October, 1767. Yesterday, the 17th of October, at about 10 in the morning, I took my leave forever of my dear friend Catherine Chambers, who came to live with my mother about 1724, and has been but little parted from us since. She buried my father, my brother, and my mother. She is now fifty-eight years old. I desired all to withdraw, then told her that we were to part forever, that as Christians we should part with prayer, and that I would, if she was willing, say a short prayer beside her. She expressed great desire to hear me, and held up her poor hands as she lay in bed with great fervour, while I prayed kneeling by her, nearly in the following words. Almighty and most merciful Father, whose loving kindness is over all thy works, behold, visit, and relieve this thy servant, who is grieved with sickness. Grant that the sense of her weakness may add strength to her faith and seriousness to her repentance. And grant that by the help of thy Holy Spirit, after the pains and labours of this short life, we may all obtain everlasting happiness through Jesus Christ our Lord, for whose sake hear our prayers. Amen. I then kissed her. She told me that to part was the greatest pain she had ever felt, and that she hoped we should meet again in a better place. I expressed with swelled eyes and great emotion of tenderness the same hopes. We kissed and parted. I humbly hope to meet again and to part no more. End of section 8